If you use charts when you're doing your investment research, and I know you do because everybody uses charts when you're doing that, you need to make sure you're using them properly. We're gonna test that today with a quick pop quiz right out of the gate. You're doing your due diligence and you're looking to invest in something that's showing good price momentum. You have two choices, option A, which is the blue line, and option B, which is the orange line. These charts are showing price change. Which are you going to pick if you're looking for momentum? Question number two, you're now looking for revenue growth. Same thing, you have two choices. You have A, the blue line, or B, the orange line. This chart is showing revenue numbers. Which of these options are you gonna choose? In this video today, we're gonna to discuss the answers to those questions, and we're gonna highlight what is seemingly sort of an unimportant uh, option when you're charting that a lot of people don't even know about, but it actually can have a dramatic effect on your perception of what you're looking at and really can impact your decision-making at the end of the day. We're talking about linear versus logarithmic charts. We're gonna talk about what they are, because a lot of people don't know. We're gonna talk about why they matter, and most importantly, we're gonna talk about what you need to know to use them effectively as part of your research package. Any cloud in the sky, no worry in my mind. Looks like we're in the clear, 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 just living the life, cooler in the sunshine. We all use charts when we're doing our investment research and there's a mistake that a lot of people make and they don't even know they're making it and this can really hurt us in the long term. We're going to compare linear to logarithmic charts today and if you've never heard of uh, the, the difference, uh, this will be a very valuable video for you. Let's start by explaining what the heck they are in the first place. Let's start with linear charts. Most stock charts show along the x-axis at the bottom the time frame and the right side shows the price of the company or the stock that you're looking at. The y-axis on a lineal chart shows an equal distance for every dollar of price change up the right-hand side of the chart. For example, from zero to $500 shown here by the red arrow is one segment of the chart. The next $500 from 500 to 1000 is represented by an equal distance up that scale. 1000 to 1500, again, an equal distance, and finally, in this example, from 1500 to 2000, again, is represented by an equal distance. Let's compare that to a logarithmic scale where on the vertical axis, each percentage change is the same vertical distance rather than price. In the example we're looking at here, if we look at a change from one to $2, it's represented by one of the horizontal lines. The next change from two to $4 is represented again by the same distance so it's a 100% it's a change going from one to two, 100% change going from two to four. That goes all the way up the chart, even right up to the top where we're looking at a change from $1,000 to $2,000 is represented by the same scale as a change from $1 to $2. So why does this matter? Well, it depends on what you're looking to get out of the chart and what perspective you're trying to see. The examples I used at the introduction when we look at the first example, which shows price momentum, at first blush, a lot of people would say that the blue option has a stronger price momentum than the orange line. What we're actually looking at here is the price of Bitcoin in two different formats. The blue line is the linear scale and the orange line is the logarithmic scale. They are actually showing the exact same piece of information, same data, but quite a different perspective. Our second example in the pop quiz was revenue growth. When we looked at those charts, again, the blue line probably looked more attractive and it showed that the revenue of option A in blue was probably stronger than the revenue growth in option two. However, these are both exact representations of Tesla. 
as you can see, the same data point of $41.86 billion in growth looks different if you're looking at it on a linear scale versus the logarithmic scale. Now this certainly can be confusing. Let's take a little bit deeper dive into each of these, starting with the linear scale. In the chart I'm putting up here, the red area at the bottom represents a change in price from $100 to $200. The upper red shaded area represents a price change of $1,000 to $2,000. Now in both of these cases, it's 100% growth in price. But when you look at these, it really skews the view because it looks like the second pop of 100% is much bigger than the first, the first growth of 100%. When we look at a logarithmic chart in the same way, we can see an entirely different representation of movement. The bottom red shaded area shows price growth from $1 to $2. This is 100% growth. Compare that to near the top where we see a $1,000 to $2,000 move. Again, a much larger dollar move, but both are represented at the same scale, which focuses on the percentage, not on the actual price itself. Hey everybody, it's Brandon here. I'd like to interrupt today's episode very briefly to remind you that if you're looking for more training in the Canadian stock market, don't hesitate to check out our Investing Academy. You can join our private membership group and get access to our top stock picks, trade calls, portfolio insights, and a variety of tools that are helping our members all across the country better their own investing journeys. All it takes is one great stock idea or tip, and that alone can cover years and years of your subscription to our membership group. If you're looking for some additional video training to broaden your knowledge and expand your understanding of the stock market in Canada, we do of course offer a fully video online training program where you can learn from the comfort of your home amongst a variety of students across the country. Both of these products can be found at www.theinvestingacademy.ca where you can sign up for them online or schedule a call with us to learn more. Now back to our scheduled episode. So how do you know which one you should be using? There are a few rules of thumb that we'll cover off here. First of all, you would generally use a linear chart if the uh, if you're looking at shorter periods of information. These are the types of charts typically that you see the day traders use, scalpers, swing trades. Shorter compressed time periods, you're going to favor linear charts over the logarithmic charts. Also, if a stock trades in a very narrow range, so it's a low volatility stock, you would you would uh, use the you prefer you'd lean more towards the linear than you would. Uh, to a logarithmic chart. Logarithmic charts would be used more for long-term trends. They, they really help uh, put perspective of recent price movements over a longer time period. If a stock is more volatile or a sector is more volatile, and generally speaking, the higher the price of a security, it, you would lean more towards a logarithmic scale. Let's look at some real live examples of how you would apply these. Let's start with Shopify. If we start at the left side of the chart, so going back to 2017, it shows more movement in the logarithmic scale than it does in the linear scale. It almost looks like two different companies, but it's the same data, different perspective. Now flip over to the right side of the chart and it kind of reverses itself. You would think looking at this, that Shopify has been much more volatile than looking at the logarithmic line, but that's just a perspective. It's the same information. Using Apple as another example, let's look at a 10 year chart. We can see here that in 2019, roughly, it looks like the stock just took off. You see the line break sharply to the right, following what looks to be rather anemic growth much of the time going forward. This is an example of how recent price changes can be skewed on a linear chart. If we compare this to a logarithmic chart, you can see that from 2019 on, even though it looked like a sharp upward movement 
in the linear scale, it's all put in perspective on the logarithmic scale and it doesn't look quite as exciting. When we compare them together, you can see a clearer representation of the differences between the two. If we look now at a stock that isn't very volatile and doesn't, hasn't grown that quickly, let's look at Fortis, a Canadian company, as an example. When we compare both the linear and the logarithmic charts in this case, you hardly see a difference. And this is because, first of all, the share price isn't that high. It's you know trading at around $55. And also the movement in the stock, the growth is very consistent and it's not lumpy and up and down. So in this case, there's not much of a difference between the two. This is looking at a 10 year time period and you can see either stock or either chart type would probably be sufficient uh, when you're looking at this time frame for a stock of this nature. Let's look at Bitcoin as a contrast. Obviously, Bitcoin is much more volatile than Fortis. And we can see that here, blue being linear on the top. This can present a problem when we're looking at trend lines. And if we use uh, Bitcoin as the example, if we go back to the 2017 highs and compare that to the most recent highs, we see a much sharper incline on the linear scale than we do on the logarithmic scale. It almost looks like flat on the logarithmic scale uh, when you compare 2017 to you know the current recent highs. Same information, but you get a totally different view here. Let's look at Amazon as our next example. And before I go to Amazon, uh, we've recently uh, struck up an affiliation with Coifin, which is a charting and analytic platform. These are the charts I'm using for the presentation today. I will put a link in the description below. If you want to learn more about the platform, they do have a free version that you can try and get familiar with the platform before you go into any of the paid programs if, if that's something you feel would help you with your, uh, with your investment research. Now, Amazon. I'm showing a 23-year chart here, linear in the top, logarithmic in the bottom. A couple of things that really jump out to me. If you look to the earlier days of Amazon, on the linear chart, it shows hardly any movement. It shows like, you know, from 1998 through to around 2010 or so, the stock was absolutely flat. There is more of a clue on the logarithmic chart during the time period. If we look back to 2000, you'll see that there were ups, some ups and downs uh, of Amazon during that time period. Let's zoom in on that time period. Very interesting piece of information here. When the tech market crashed back in uh, 2000, 2001, Amazon peaked out at a price of about $114 a share. Now it dropped to $5.62. So it suffered a 95% drop during the tech crash. If you look at that linear scale, you would have zero indication that that happened. Now on the flip side of that, if you look at the right side of the chart, we see some upward movements quite, quite impressively in the blue linear chart in the recent days. If you look, however, at the logarithmic chart, it's less, less impressive. It looks kind of like just a continued slow growth. Zooming in on more recent years, if we look at 2015 to today, the stock has risen by about a thousand percent in value. And this is an example when you're looking at the logarithmic scale where you wouldn't get that perspective uh, over the long term because it has done a thousand percent before. It all puts it in perspective. I'm going to finish off with a couple more examples. And I did kind of infer at the beginning that although we've been talking about stock prices so far, logarithmic scales and um, linear scales apply to other metrics as well. So when we look at something, for example, revenue. So if we're looking at revenue growth, I used the example of Tesla at the beginning of the presentation, which showed $41.86 billion of revenue in two different perspectives. Certainly to me, it looks like the blue line has more attractive revenue growth, but in fact, it doesn't. Let's look at Moderna. Now Moderna obviously has been in the news a lot lately. And when you look at their chart, you do see a spike in revenues on the linear chart starting, you know, when they started dealing with COVID. 
If you look back from 2017, though, up until COVID hit, you would swear that the company had zero revenues. You don't even see those represented on the linear scale because of the perspective of the chart. When you compare that to the logarithmic scale, you do in fact see that there were revenues in 17, 18, 19, all the way through, and they have increased, but the scale certainly shows a different look than the linear. And this is another way of comparing the two different looks at the same data. Lastly, no video in 2021 would be complete without a reference to GameStop. And we're gonna look at GameStop and see the differences of their revenue over the last 10 years with uh, both the logarithmic and with the linear scales. It doesn't matter how you skew it, you can twist it, you can turn it, you can use linear, you can lo use logarithmic. GameStop revenue is on the decline. When it comes to your charting, because we all use it so much and we all rely on it for these visual representations, it's really important we understand the difference between a linear and a logarithmic chart. Generally speaking, as I said earlier, the shorter time frame, the more likely you're going to use a linear chart for your research. The longer the time frame, a logarithmic chart tends to uh, put things in a better perspective. You can use both. I certainly use both when I do my research, knowing uh, how to use them and when to use them is the key. So I hope this video today has helped you sort of refine that knowledge and put it to better use. As I mentioned earlier, if you are interested in learning more about Coifin, the charting and analytical platform that we use at the Investing Academy, I will provide a, a link in the description below. And as always, the first link below will be for our Investing Academy. I would invite you to have a look at our platform there. We have beginners, uh, beginner training, we have advanced training, and we are just growing the, the, the academy literally on a monthly basis. So I'd encourage you to check that out. I will wrap up today's video and I look forward to seeing you in the next video.